If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. And welcome to the Elder Wand, a Harry Potter podcast. I'm Matt. And I am Ezra. And friends, welcome back to our Harry Potter book club. Today we're covering chapters one through three, part one, Chamber of Secrets. Yes, Ez, starting the next book in the Harry Potter saga. You know, um, when I read Chamber of Secrets for the first time, yeah. I read it, I mean, literally in a day. Ooh. Chamber of Secrets and Deathly Hollows were the two that I just read like straight through. Yeah. Deathly Hollows, I was like racing through. Chamber, I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, you're like next, next, next. Yeah. 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 Cause how long did you and you took all you read all the books in how many months? Uh it actually the first book took me the longest to get through. Cause I was just kind of like, eh, well, I just wasn't into it. But yeah. really it was like once I hit chamber and I read it in like a day. I was kind of like, okay. And then I hit Prisoners of Azkaban, and it was, and it was like yeah. a, a a train, you know, just a freight train to finish yeah. to finish the rest. So it was probably about three months, but only because it's like I was just kind of like barely reading uh, right. Sorcerer's Stone. But once I actually got through Chamber, uh, I remember it was like a Saturday, nothing going on. I was just sitting around, okay, just yeah. picked it up, and just started reading. The and then the next thing I know, look up, it's like. Eight, nine o'clock at night. Like I just read that whole book. Yeah. Dude, I think it's kind of like, you know, with the the structure of these, like after you get to the first one, you're like, wow, the second one's starting off the, kind of the same way, back at the Dursleys doing our thing. And then you get to the third one, like same thing. You It almost um, kind of baits you in to get, get through one to two, maybe three chapters, and then you're back to the magic or whatever. So it actually almost is a good, it's like a weird kind of hook. You know, it's it's the worst part. I mean, not the worst part, but it's like, it's the Dursleys, you know what I mean? And you're always back. You there. know, the Dursleys is actually like my one of my favorites. You like the ideal. Wow. It's crazy. Well, it's just because it's, you know, it's like where we start. It? Yeah. It's home base. It's the Shire of Harry Potter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it is, though. Is it, it is or is the, it not? It is the home base. It is. It's so, it's so weird. And like in the end, it becomes so important. Because you're like lulled into this, like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, we're back here, what's it matter? And then when you get towards the end, you're like, we cannot be going back to the Dursleys again, like for the, for the like super important stuff at, and in the seventh book. And that's exactly where we have to go, and it's all because Dumbledore like set it up that way. So it is wild that, um, you know, because, yeah, it, it, and actually, you know what, sometimes my, when I think back on the books and I think about parts I remember, it is the beginning bit, and I always remember where and what happened to Harry in coordination with the Dursleys, you know what I mean? Like you think right. back, like who was, you know, when did Aunt Marge show up? You know, when did Dobby show up? And then, you know, again, the first one with the zoo, like you, the first three are really kind of memorable, um, which is pretty cool. And again, that's partially the movie does a great job, you know, setting those uh, scenes up or whatever. But yeah, it's like a good two in the book. It's always like a good two to three uh, chapters of like, you know, there's some difficulty to get to Hogwarts or some sort of trouble he gets in, like the night bus. So because I guess if you they're, include like the they're night all memorable. Bus, right. Right. But I guess, you know, if it's if it's because you think Dursley's and we're, we're there, but it's like it's also that trip to the leaky cauldron. And then it's like right. the night bus. And then, um, yeah. And then the adventure with the, Dobby. Oh, the car. Right. in this one. Right. Right. Crazy. Now the movies, the movies cut out some of the Dursleys because I don't, I right. don't think, I don't think we see them in four, 
and we don't see them in either Deathly Hollows, which is really oh, it's sad. I was really disappointed that we didn't get that in in Deathly Hollows because it's it's finally like it sort of reveals hey they act actually like Mrs. Dursley is a little you know she's a little she gets redeemed a little bit there at the at the at, end at the end and we don't yeah. and we don't get, we don't get that in the well, movie but that's okay yeah and like Dudley sticks out his hand you know and he's just like shakes shakes Potter's hand you know sort of thing yeah it's weird it's weird that they 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 cut that and just did the, well were know. they no do they not even they do no they, they show do, get in the um, car they get in the car they, they they're all like packing up right at the very end yeah in the movie right and and they show because they we do get the scene of like Hedwig dying and yeah the the great escape but we don't get like the did it for love and everything and, yeah no uh-uh yeah. yeah not really no no dialogue no conversation nothing no whatever they're just sort of packing their bags and they're in the car we got to get out of here kind of thing yeah right it's weird but but i mean they're jammed i mean they split that into two movies so i kind of you kind of get it um it's just uh yeah. yeah kind of a weird thing this but, is this is actually i think my favorite of the uh of the dursleys this one yeah yeah number two yeah, yeah. i yeah, just because the first time you're like so the first time you read it or they see the movie, you're like you're so like concerned about like why is Harry living under the steps? Like what's going on? And like you're sort of you don't view the 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 Dursleys right as like who they are. You're yeah. sort of viewing you're sort of viewing them through like what's the deal with Harry? So now you get to see him and then you know they're kind of scared of Harry. Because they think, oh, he might use magic oh, on yeah. us. Oh yeah. And then you know we'll get we'll get to it. Then they then he then when he's when he gets the uh, like when, when Harry's like you forgot the magic word like well like, <laughs> take, <a> step, <laughs> like take a step back. Dude, but, uh, yeah. And then and then they, then they get he they get the owl that says like oh you're not allowed to use magic huh oh like, <laughs> shoot yeah 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 that's a good point because you come back you think oh yeah they're gonna he's gonna be fine or whatever um back at the Dursleys because now they were scared of him in the at the end with Hagrid in the first book and uh, and they are tiptoeing around a little bit until until Dobby and everything goes down which is that's a good yeah. point yeah so yeah so okay well uh we can just dive in here so chapter one the worst birthday uh we're reminded of the happenings during Harry's fir uh, first year at Hogwarts Uncle Vernon has a very important dinner guest coming Dinner plans are made, and Harry's birthday is forgotten again. Mm -hmm. I mean, this one, you know, so, yeah, I, I, was, I was even trying to think. I was trying to do a little bit of, um, so his birthday is always on the 31st, right? It's just, well, I mean, obviously, always the 31st, right, Matt? It's right. right. <laughs> if it's on the 31st, it should always be on the 31st, right? Right. Uh, so it's on the 31st, and it's that's the, the other piece we were talking earlier is like the memorable moments in, in the first little bit. So we said there was, but it's always his birthday. And so it's like, yeah, there's this either, you know, getting left out, not getting, you know, later on he'll get uh, cards or he'll get like gifts from uh, friends or whatever and other books. And so that's kind of cool to, to think about, I guess. Right. That, um, yeah, this is his, his birthday or whatever. So we always start off with that and you would think it's like a really happy thing and cool, but no, uh, it's a big Debbie downer. It's the worst birthday. So, Big Dobby yeah. Downer. Big Dobby uh, Downer. Big Dobby Downer. All right. So we start here, right? Not for the first time, an argument broken out over breakfast. At number four, Privet Drive, Mr. Vernon Dursley had been work, work, uh, woken in the early hours because Harry's out. It's hooting up there, man. It's up there yeah. hooting and hollering. You know, she's bored. She's used to flying around outside. You know, if I could just let her out at night, do I look stupid? A bit of oh. fried egg dangling from his bushy mustache. I know exactly mm. what will happen if I let that, you know, that owl out. Uh, mm. They try to argue a little bit, you know, then you got Dudley in there. I want more bacon, which is always the thing. It's always chaos. It? There's always yeah. chaos with the Dudleys where it's always like Uncle Vernon's really upset. Aunt Petunia is there trying to like in the middle, trying mm -hmm. to fix everything. And then Dudley's always just causing chaos. Yeah. I just want more or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. Because and it's it's so they. They're they're also such a a weird kind of family. I sometimes think about what it'd be like if if Harry like wasn't there. You know, when he he goes to Hogwarts, it's like, what do they do? You know, are they are they still the same way? Oh, are, they, sure. are they are they cracking jokes at at him about him? Whatever you know. Sort oh, of thing? they're definitely they're definitely talking about him behind his back. It's just it's just like I don't know. It's just it'd be kind of funny to to check in on him throughout the because it is like you said it's it's uh it's crazy, and I bet too. 
like you have kind of Harry to pick on here a little bit or whatever. But I wonder if this whole if Dudley is not like 10 times worse when Harry's like not around or whatever. I don't know. Maybe maybe not, but probably not. Probably because uh, he gets to get away with it with Harry and then they can sort of view it. Yeah, I just wonder. It's like just him that they have to kind of deal with, you know, and yeah. he's he's a bit much whiny. I don't know. He's babied, but they love, you know, they they you know, it's their, it's their baby. So um, but yeah, he is worried, though, like the, the, they're not letting the uh, his owl out and he's getting he's got no birthday cards, man. No one yeah. is wishing him happy birthday. Does does Hedwig get a run around in the room or does Hedwig just, just I in think a it's cage and she's in the cage. That's a big bird to just be sitting in a cage for months on end. Yeah, she's just chilling. I mean, you know, it's it can't even I don't even know because were let me see is that later because yeah like there's they, they talk about the owl pellets and like dead mice and stuff don't they uh i think maybe it's, it's the next one when he gets like locked up or whatever um he gets he gets locked away and it, i mean i was gotta eat you know what i mean like right he's gotta go out and get some some food or whatever so yeah it's weird um but yeah just once i mean once he's well actually at this point he is right it, it, isn't he going out a little bit? Because the Dobby is the one holding up the letters, right? Right, and then, but at some point he'll get locked up, locked up, and then, and then, uh, right, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, yeah. As you said earlier too, like the whole um, the the work. So Harry's like they're at the the table, and I just think it's kind of funny that he uses um, the word hocus pocus, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, he, you know, I mean. <laughs> Actually using some of those words and freaks uh, Dudley out or whatever, which we said this before. Um, the surgery man had to go get surgery. It's pretty bad. Uh, he, he's, he's actually scarred from magic. So just like Harry. Yeah, just like Harry. <laughs> God, I mean, wow. Yeah, think about that, because Dumbledore talks about how like he has a scar in the back of his what his knee or whatever it's the underground of of uh yeah. london or whatever it's like yeah. is, is this scar worth anything i mean i don't uh, know yeah um yeah so harry's like it is pretty funny harry says you know you've forgotten the magic word the effect of this simple sentence on the rest of the family was incredible dudley gasped and fell off his chair with a crash that shook the whole kitchen mrs dursley gave a small scream and clapped her hands to her mouth. Mr. Dursley jumped to his feet, veins throbbing in his temples. I meant please, said Harry. And he's like, what, what have I told you about saying <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Why? The M word. The M word in our house. Um, I warned you I will not tolerate, tolerate mention of your abnormality under this roof. Um, you know, which is kind of crazy because here's Harry saying, hey, I'm the magic word. And Mr. Dursley's, hey, he's standing up for himself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I know it's weird. It's uh to, to be the kid who was in, in the cupboard and and then now be walking around like he's got he can he can do these things. He's almost turned into not not a bully, but like he's like he knows what he can do to kind of set Dudley off and and they all they act like he's I don't even know. But it, when they first came back, well, yeah, so they kind of act like he doesn't exist a little bit. They try to ignore him. They try to whatever. Um, and it's just a awkward sort of three months. But yeah. He definitely is a little bit more emboldened and that's about to change though, because of this big party that goes down and it's just, it's um, it was, he was like so close to actually having just um, cause I feel like this would have leveled out. I feel like the, the, the awkwardness between all of them would have, you know, he comes back as his first summer back after, uh, after like a full year at Hogwarts learning the, the magic and, and knowing what he can and can't get away with or whatever. But it's sort of like a you stay over there. We'll stay over here. And like even by book three, it's gotten way better until Aunt Marge and stuff like that happens. And so here it just I don't know. It's just like every summer something happens. So they're mm -hmm. like so much more fed up with it. But if so, if it was just a, you know, if he's just a weird boy who was just in his room doing magic or whatever, re oh, not doing magic, but, you know, um, reading about it or whatever, it'd be all right. But instead freaking house elves and stuff are showing up yeah. so yeah yeah i i do like um i just looking at the chapter here that and you know given the success of the first book this also sort of you could start here you can tell like in some of her writing she does sort of phrase it in ways because she begins to describe sort of just re-describe the characters 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Harry Potter was a wizard, a wizard fresh from his first year at Hogwarts school. And if the Durst, you know, and then she talks a little bit about um, uh, Harry looks nothing like the rest of his family and then sort of like goes into describing Uncle Vernon yeah. was large. Aunt Petunia had a horse faced and bony. Uh, Dudley was blonde, pink and porky. Right, right. So, right, you know, right. just sort of redescribing it. So if you did start here, you would at least have the characters sort of just redescribed to you, which I think is a good idea. We've talked about that with Wheel of Time as well, where each book, it feels like you sort of is like a reintroduction, even though we're like six books in in that series. Same thing here. But I don't think she she doesn't do that as much in some of the later books. But you can right. imagine, given the, the success of the first book, probably caused her to uh, yeah. change uh, like uh, you know and again because i'm sure there were actually a lot of people who did start with chamber of secrets oh yeah when it comes to you pick it up and you want to maybe because i mean as a kid too like i talk about this with uh with star wars books all the time if that's what they had this is gonna sound crazy but like at the library if that's the one that's available that you can check out that used to be how things were back in the day and you some kids are like you just check out the one that you can and and read it or whatever consume what's available so, but yeah, if you did, you'd be like, wow, you'd be kind of like locked in here and you're re-explaining things. As you said, um, he missed his best friends, right? Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger. Uh, they, however, didn't seem to be missing him at all. And, he, and actually, even before that, it's talking about Hogwarts a little bit, uh, this the school of magic and Quidditch and stuff like that. So it is. Yeah, it's kind of reminding you of things that happened um, in, in the last book a little bit, which is good. Even for kids, a good little reminder and stuff as they get back into it. Right. So, um, yeah, then they sort of just sort of doing a big this. The first chapter is sort of a recap going over a lot of things. You know, the Dursleys had and then she kind of skips ahead a little bit here. The Dursleys hadn't even remembered today what happened to Harry's, you know, happened to be Harry's 12th birthday. Mm-hmm. Of course, his hopes have been higher. They'd never given him a real present, let alone a cake, but to ignore it completely. At that moment, Uncle Vernon cleared his throat and said, now, as we all know, today's a very important day. <laughs> right. Harry looks, Harry looks up hardly daring to believe. This could be the day I make the biggest deal of my career, says Uncle Vernon. Mm. Harry went back to his toast. Of course, he thought bitterly. Uncle Vernon was talking about a stupid dinner party, been talking about nothing else for two weeks. Some rich builder and his wife were coming to dinner, and Uncle Vernon was hoping to get a huge order uh, you know, from him. I think we should run through the schedule one more time. you know. So they've all got it going through, and they're going through the whole schedule, and it's like, where are you going to be, Harry? Up in my room making right. a noise. And he says yep. that he says that he says that a few times. Yep, yep. Up there, just pretending to not exist. Yeah, the the Masons is that who they are? Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. c- coming. Yeah, the Masons will be here soon. Yeah. So uh, big deal. I mean, remembering he <laughs> working with um, drills um, and and just being a corporate guy, wanting to kind of work ahead. <laughs> Grunnings or whatever is his is was his company. I don't know if it's the same uh, same one here, but yeah, he's entertaining and. Um, yeah, it does not. It's not going to go. Not going to go well. But I do. I did just find too. Yeah, he wanted to unlock uh, Hedwig, use magic to do so, but wasn't. Didn't dare risk it just because of Uncle Vernon and different things. So right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hedwig is locked up, and there's just no communication. So yeah. weird. So he ends up having. He ends up just sort of like all right, washing up and everything, and then um, he goes upstairs. Right. Yep. Remember, boy, one sound. Harry crossed to his bedroom on tiptoe, slipped inside, closed the door and turned to collapse on his bed. The trouble was there was already somebody sitting on it. Let's go. And this this someone so leads us into chapter two, uh, Dobby's warning. Dobby's awesome. You know, I love when a book does this thing and, th- and book two does a lot of this. It's like uh, I think you mentioned this before. It sets up something really cool, like the Chamber of Secrets and then. Mm-hmm. Do- which will come back to play later and then uh dobby i mean a, a lot i mean there's stuff in the first book too but like it's just really cool because you know dobby's a big deal later and like the magic of house elves and what they can do is like way powerful but there's this weird thing with their owners and and whether or not he can and can, what magic can he not do what can he tell what can he not tell so anyways yeah on on into chapter two here with dobby's dobby's warning what did you think of the first time you saw Dobby? Uh, hmm. I don't remember because I'm actually trying to remember if, if I actually had. If it, well, no, I think I had. Saw I had the read, movie first. Yeah, I think I had seen the movie first. Actually, uh, I, I I know it's yeah because I wasn't allowed to read the book at first. Snuck the movie in, 
and then went back and read that. And then I think the first two might have been out, actually. Yeah. But are you a yeah. are you a, are you a I will say this. I'm not really a fan of Dobby. Yeah, he's kind of annoying. I know he has like sort of a, you know, a really good arc there at the very end. But yeah, I don't know. I've just I've never I guess I'm just not on. I'm not like he's awful or anything, but I just so many people just love him as a character. And I think a lot of I think there's a handful, you know, there's a group out there that's their favorite character. But I just I don't know. For me, I'm just not big. I'm not super big into into Dobby. Yeah, he's it just it's so. I mean, he's trying to do right, and he, he thinks he's in on some secret plot that's gonna, you know, uh, possibly harm Harry Potter. And he's he's was, I mean, secretly happy that all that stuff happened with Voldemort and that Harry Potter was triumphant over the Dark Lord and everything, you know. But uh, it's yeah, not until the end is he really cool. Right hit right yeah. now, he's just annoying. He's just kind of like okay, and and Harry puts up with him because Harry's nice and and everything. He but in, he gets Harry in trouble. Yeah. So actually, honestly, you're kind of meant to not really like him. You're like, what? At some point, just get this guy out of here because right, he Harry, does disappear for like a really long time. Yeah, I mean, when's the after this book? You don't even see him until like Order of the Phoenix, right? Yeah, probably. Um, when they, it, uh, and then I don't. And then do we see him in Half Blood Prince? I don't think we do. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he pops up in here and there, just being in the kitchens and stuff like that. And Winky or whatever is in there with him and stuff. And um. They, they kind of you learn more about the house elves there because Hermione's doing her whole thing for more rights and stuff. And um, right. Yeah. But it's it's it starts to kind of go. I mean, for at least a couple books, it's not we don't even think about it, you know, and then it's like, what did he do after that? At the end of this one, he goes out and does his thing and then he's back working at Hogwarts. I can't yeah. Remember. So he's so here I, I get the full list up here. Yeah. So Dobby is. um you don't see him at all in Prisoners of Azkaban. In book four, Harry mistakes the house elf Winky for Dobby at the Quidditch World Tuck at the Quidditch World Cup. Um, Dobby greets Harry in book four enthusiastically in the kitchens. <laughs> yeah, the house elf liberation front. You see him at in the Yule Ball. So he's in. So he's in book four, book five. He's not in book six. Okay. And in book five, we only see him for a second. Dobby enters the room of requirement during one of the DA lessons and finds Harry tugging at his robes to get his attention. His eyes are wide with terror and he is shaking. Begins to Harry, Harry about something, but pauses to punish himself. Um, Dobby struggles to tell Harry that Umbridge has found out about the DA. Mm. Yeah. And so then, and then the next time we see him is Malfoy Manor. Right. Yeah. So he is, he's, He's he's really sort of a minor character. He just has two like huge moments. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think we think of him as a as like a you. I mean, you, he's a you think when you think of like big characters like Dobby is, I would say, oh, in yeah. that in that in that group because his moments are so big. But he's really kind of a minor character other than like right here and then uh, Deathly Hollows. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. Um it's it's different he's it's yeah i guess because he, he kind of comes and goes you know and then but he does have significant moments so yeah this this being the main one because it, it's like the come and go later is sort of all right it's almost like he feels like the you know when the ghosts sort of show up and they right. talk and you're like oh yeah they're ghosts here you know you kind of kind of forget about him for a second he he kind of feels like that sometimes but yeah always there to warn and help uh help help harry potter out so yeah. yeah, I mean, it does Rogue, make it sad it, at the end, you know. It does. It does make it sad at the end, and I know we got a long way to go before that. But real quick, just while we're just while we're on the topic of Dobby, yeah. I remember when the seventh and and then we knew eighth movie was going to come out. Man, I did not think that that's where they were going to split the books, split the movies. Oh yeah, Dobby's death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, so I think that is, I think th I think that's another reason people really love him is because like they yeah. chose to make his death such a big part of the the final two movies so that yeah. i think also really propels him into people's like favorites yeah you chose to end the whole thing the cliffhanger and and right you know harry's digging the grave and yeah, yeah. i kind of thought they'd end it where ron comes back and gets the sword of gryffindor yeah yeah and the at the lake right i can't even remember where i thought like would would have been a good good spot or whatever to to end it but yeah, they because normally when when you think about studios and stuff, they they don't. I mean, 
it, it's an awesome moment in the book, but it's I don't know that it was. Yeah, they just I don't think like it they, was that big of a moment in the book. I mean, I think I think the movie makes it bigger, which in turn makes Dobby a bigger character. Yeah, because you end the movie there. That's what people are going to remember. But in the books, it's like so much else in that book is going on that Dobby's death to me didn't feel like super important. But again, we read it as a book straight through right. as opposed to saying, hey, where are we? We're going to split this thing up. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I sometimes forget about Dobby. I'm not going to lie. See? <laughs> not like I I do sometimes forget about him. Like even as I was when we first started the episode, I was going through like the intro. I'm like, "What happens in this?" One? Oh yeah, Dobby. When <laughs> I just read it, I'm like, "Yeah." I was like, as I'm thinking of the car, you know, I'm thinking about like, "Oh, they break him out, the car, he's got to go do the right. thing." Um, and I, I remember the flying car more than I remember Dobby, quite frankly. Right. So yeah pour one out for him though you know well today's episode is the dobby episode so Mm -hmm. uh get you a sock you know oh yeah um here we go so dobby's warning chapter two uh let me get my summary here uh dobby a house elf arrives to harry's room to warn him not to return to hogwarts the dursley's dinner party is ruined by dobby's antics and Harry is locked securely in his room. Dobby shows up and creates all kind of trouble. He does. And it's, he's odd. He's weird. So for, you know, it's like almost like the Jar Jar effect a little bit. He's, he's for kids. I mean, he's weird and he does silly things. Um, being told to sit down, he's wailing, right? He's like crying. Never. He's making so much noise. Never, ever as, in, as a wizard. Ever <laughs> he's over dramatic. He's over dramatic. I mean, he's not a look. He's not a bad character. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's just that like he he's he's over the top. I mean, I guess if I were if I if anything, they needed more Dobby. Yeah, he could. I think I would like him more had we gotten more of him. Yeah, he could have been a lot cooler and and stuff. Or like he he always has this um annoying kind of like when he comes in, it's just. It's just weird. Like he's always warning Harry about something, but it always feels very Dobby like. So, which is, right. I guess, okay. Right. So, it's, yeah. It's like th- just the way that he's written is, is because even when he goes to the kitchens and stuff, he's still, he's a free elf, right? And he's proud of that and everything and, and loves Harry, but he wants to do his work. Um, and he's just so, as you say, dramatic. He's just over the top. It's like Jar Jar. It reminds me of like just a really, it, it, it uh, when compared to other characters, it really, he's, stands out i guess i right. say he's forgettable but when he shows up he's very much there and you know it so um yeah <laughs> i'm trying to remember exactly how he dies uh like, the, he like takes a hit but what is ex- what exactly isn't the it the knife di- is it di- yes it's the dagger right um yeah as they're disapparating or whatever yes that, uh Bellatrix yep, that's throws. that's that's what it is yeah jeez takes an eight Good God, took a knife right to the chest. Jeez. Bellatrix got him. It's wild. I mean, the magic that he has just to like Hold snap. On. I just I just I just pulled up some insider article and it's talking about like things. It's like the, the 10 best things about hold on. About Harry I, Potter? article the art yeah, the article is titled I'm a huge Harry Potter fan and I'm glad Dobby is dead. What? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> It's saying it's basically saying like like the fact that Dobby dies is like great like it's like a great writing thing. Okay, you know, it's like a, it's a great arc. Oh, okay, 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 okay. but it's like it. Dobby doesn't Dobby didn't belong in a post Voldemort world. It's like who would rule? Who what role would Dobby play in a post Voldemort? World? I don't know the same role that all the other things. Yeah, he'd go back and work in the kitchens. You know. That was his thing. He struggled with his freedom a little bit, and he's just, it was trying to figure out what to do with his life and what you know where where do I go and and Dumbledore, right, yeah, you know he's trying to, to he's trying to pose his you know political views onto creature, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Creature was was another one that was that was definitely wild. Although that is all cool because it's in a different um, setting and and you've got stuff going right. on with like Ron and Hermione. It's kind of cool. So. Yeah, creature's weird though. So. <laughs> he's he's weird. Winky is I, is weird too. She's also out of her. Winky is not in the movies, right? No, no. Barty Crouch's uh, house elf. I mean, and she's just just 
I mean, in the book, I remember her, she just always hiccuping and being drunk and sad and stuff. And Dobby's trying to help her out. It's weird. Weird. Yeah. And that's where Hermione steps up with her, all of her house elf things, you know, sp- spew and stuff or whatever it was. So, okay. Um, yep. Let's dive into the chapter here. So we kind of went over the, the summary of it, but uh, just to pick out some specifics here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Harry Potter said the creature in a high pitched voice. Uh, you know, it's Dobby, so long has Dobby waited to meet you, sir. Such an honor it is. Mm. Uh, thank you, said Harry, edging along the wall and sinking into his desk chair. You know, what are you? He doesn't even know what he is. No. Um, Dobby is a house elf. I mean, how do they not teach that in first in year one? Yeah, how is he not in the book? Harry missed something. I mean, well, maybe he's, he's hanging out. He, right, he's hanging. I mean, I just imagine you'd feel like people would talk about it. I mean, clear. I mean, I don't know. I guess he's not hanging out with Malfoy. I guess nobody right. in Gryffindor has a house elf. Which is pro- yeah, which is good. It's it's probably a good thing. I mean, I, it's weird because later in I they're think, probably expensive. The ne- yeah, I think the next chapter, uh, Ron says something like they wish they could afford one, right? <laughs> but they can't. It's just, and then for him to be in in spew later, spew what s p e u. We're gonna do that as our as our, as our uh, extended. Uh, we're we're okay. gonna cover Hermione's thing. But anyways, yeah, they're expensive. I mean, he's. He's uh, wishing because yeah. he's, you know, he wishes he had one. But yeah, so Do- uh, Dobby being there um, is just sort of blown away by the kindness of Harry. And Harry's, Harry's a kind kid. He's he's uh, very yeah. interested in in all these things that are going on, the yeah. magic and everything. But yeah. sit sit down, said Harry politely, pointing at the bed. To his horror, the elf burst into oh. tears, very noisy tears. Sit down, he wailed. Never, never, ever. Mm. He's like, I'm yeah. sorry, wizard. I didn't mean to offend you. Right. Offend Dobby. Dobby has never been asked to sit down by a wizard. Like the oh. equal. And Harry's like, shh, calm down, man. Like, right, right, right. I'm not supposed to be making any noise. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you would know. think being kind like that or being jitter <laughs> would not trigger uh, a, right. an elf or anyone, but. Uh, and then Dobby shook his head. There, without warning, he leapt up and started banging his head furiously on the window. Bad Dobby, bad Dobby. <laughs> it's like, what? He doesn't even know what to do. And imagine yeah. Uncle Vernon down there, like hearing this noise. Just... Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, about to tell his joke. They do a great job in the film of that too, where he just looks up at the ceiling, like, hmm? um, <laughs> "Do you think he closes the deal?" No, I. I, I have wondered. I mean, even ever, even afterwards, right? Did he ever like, go? Can he, and, can he fix it up? Like apologize? Like you know, Harry stays for Christmas. He's like, come back around Christmas. You know, explains more or whatever. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it went south, and it, he never. I don't know. I hope so. It's good. I mean, it's going to be a pretty pretty big deal. To be honest with you, I hope I hope so. Like I don't root against those characters. I I know that they're they're written to be terribly awful and stuff, but I right. I don't dislike really. Now there's the there's people. a Harry Potter what if no one's questioned. No. What if Mr. Dursley had closed that deal? How happy I might be living been. in a bigger house. Right? For sure. For sure. I mean just even get, getting some uh, getting ahead a little bit and, and and being happy about themselves maybe helps them not be as despicable to to Harry. So, right? I, it's a, it could have been a game changer. But instead, and what? It, and if Harry had made zero noise, he probably would have been like, "Okay, well, well." And the I other mean, thing, he gives them opportunities. He does. He does. The, the other thing is that, like the uh, the Dursleys are afraid of, of these of this odd, weird man. And every time their fears are sort of like validated because Dobby shows up, the the hover charm, the the cake, and then you've got Hagrid, the giant. I mean, just every single time. I mean, like Aunt March is blown up later, dude. Like they are right. justified in their fear. Of of magic, oh, well, yeah. Aunt worked hard on that cake. She did actually, so it's a shame that that no one got to enjoy it. So, yeah, crazy. Um, and you know what's funny is in this chapter, and we're gonna get to it here in a second. I don't. It was actually the bird that is kind of the undoing of, of right. this whole deal, the fear of birds and stuff. So uh, here's uh, here's here's another here's a little, little take little takeaway, right? Uh, so Dobby keeps telling Harry like how great he is, right? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, he, hold on, real quick. Uh, he does have a line here where Dobby's explaining sort of like what he is and how he's basically like a slave. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, 
He says, and I thought I had it bad for staying here another four weeks. That makes the Dursleys almost sound human. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, Perspective. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry Potter asks if he can help Dobby. Dobby has heard of your greatness. Um, and so then they, they get going a little bit here. And then Harry Potter is humble and modest, said Dobby. Um, Harry Potter speaks not of his trumpet over he who must not be named. Voldemort, says Harry. Dobby claps his hands over his bat ears and moans. Uh, speak not the name, sir. Speak not the name. Like, could you imagine? Like, so many other people never even say the name. And Harry just willy-nilly says oh, it yeah. to them. And they're probably like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty awesome. I love that. I love that he does that, though. I think it's pretty. It just because it almost makes him seem they're already they already think he's they like worship Harry Potter like he's the chosen one right. or whatever. And then he's just walking around almost like he's uh, like, like Dumbledore. It's like I, he'll he'll say his name like because because he's a powerful, powerful wizard. But then Harry doesn't. People are like, what is uh, this guy's walking around with some big, you know what? And it's just mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so then he tells him, you know, you must not go back to Hogwarts. However, you're sort of beginning at this point to get, uh, you know, Uncle Uncle Vernon. Like, you know, the silence you can hear, like, there, mm-hmm. Uncle Vernon's beginning to notice, hey, there's some noise going up there. Right. Um, and th- then they sort of get fighting a little bit as, uh, you know, Dobby keeps saying, hey, there's noise. Uncle Vernon ends up coming up. Right. Right. You yep. know, he ends up coming up. Dudley must have left his television on again. He gets up there. Harry forces him in the closet. You know, what the devil are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, you've ruined the punchline of my Japanese golfer joke. Jeez. Uh, what? I don't know. Man. What <laughs> was the joke? <laughs> I don't know. One more sound and you'll wish you'd never been born, boy. Um, mm. You know, so then they keep going. They get out, you know, same thing. They end up making more noise. Um, Dobby ends up Dobby darted to the bedroom door, pulled it open and sprint sprinted down the stairs. Mouth dry, stomach lurking. Harry's got to go after him. Right. Um, and here you go. Uh, you end up, you know, hearing a little bit of the party as it's going on from the dining room. He heard uncle Vernon saying, tell Petunia that funny story about those American plumbers, Mr. Mason. She's been dying to hear. So they're just over there making all kinds of, you know, jokes and Petunia's masterpiece of a pudding the mountain of cream and sugared violets was floating up near the ceiling on top of the cupboard. Harry's like, no, they'll kill me, you know, and then mm-hmm. the it ultimately comes crashing down. Cream yeah. splatters all over the windows and the walls, the dish shattered, and then Dobby vanishes. Right, right. Yep, screams from the dining room. Uh, they're freaking out. So this, this is where it's at, I think, right? So... Uh, let's see. They find Harry rigid, rigid with shock, covered from head to foot in Aunt Petunia's pudding. So he's covered in it, and he's like, "Sorry, our nephew, very disturbed." <laughs> so, uh, uh, he shooed the shocked Masons back into the dining room. Promised, uh, you know, Harry, Harry would, you know, that Harry he would lay him, yes, to within an inch of his life. What? okay so he had him like settled back down dude he had him like settled back down um and then it's the owl that shows up and like delivers the letter that Mm -hmm. is mr mason's like what does he say um yeah he stayed just long enough to tell the jerseys his wife was mortally afraid of birds of all shapes and sizes uh and to ask whether this was their idea of a joke right so it's like they almost he almost had him like back on if it hadn't have been for the owl so. Yeah, Harry stood up in the kitchen, uh, clutching the mop for support. As Uncle Vernon advanced on him, a demonic glint in his in his eyes. Read it, he hissed evilly, brandishing the letter the owl had delivered. Go on, read it. Harry reads it. Dear Mr. Potter, we have received intelligence that a hover charm was used at your place of residence this evening at 12 minutes past nine. As you know, underage wizards are not permitted to perform spells outside school. Any further spell work on your part may lead to expulsion from the school. Which, first of all, Harry didn't even do it. He didn't even do it. Come on, you gotta. You need to have a better, I guess. Like they don't even know what they're doing there at the ministry. This is the first sign, by the way, that the ministry is it more cracks. Yeah, there's cracks in the ministry. You begin to see it right here. Yeah, because then later Harry gets in trouble, and then you know they get in trouble again, and then Umbridge, and it's just. But this is your. This is sort of because you're all you hear about the ministry the first time in the first book is like, oh, ministry. That seems like cool. Right. Yeah. There's a minute. Right. There's a ministry of magic. Now you're like, I don't know what's going on with this ministry. 
Yeah, yeah. Why can't they tell that this was a hover charm used by like a house elf who is right. not in the place where he should be? Uh, yeah. Also, it isn't elf magic different. I mean, it's both magic. Yeah. But as yeah. we know, like later the they talk about uh, you know they 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 can do wandless magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As exactly. Goblins. Yeah. So. Um, it continues on, right? Uh, Mafalda Hopkirk. Right. Yeah. Mafalda Hopkirk. Is, who I think comes. Is that a name? A, does that name ever referenced again? I think so. I actually think so. I'm pretty sure. I want to make sure I got the right person because I think we see her. Now, Hopkirk, any relation? No, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know uh, how, like, you know, like, you know, maybe they can't. So maybe the Hop Kirks came over to America and just right. dropped the hop, dropped, dropped the hop, became yeah. the Kirk. So maybe as is magical. So let's see here. Yeah, I, I oh, definitely am. Yeah, she's so she is the she's the one we see at the end in the last movie where they Hermione impersonates her or whatever. Um, she's an assistant. Oh yes, yeah. In the improper use of magic office at the Ministry of Magic, she issued notices to many. Of those who violated the international statute of, of of wizarding secrecy, so yeah, she's kind of like I think even Umbridge's little secretary right. at one point too. So, so she, okay, so she does show back up again. Yeah, interesting too that like later on, this is not that big of a deal. Like she's can clearly handle sending these notices, but later on, it's like Umbridge, right? Will kind of right up the uh, up the ante a little bit. So, right, yeah, okay. Well, um, continuing on here, Harry reads a letter. He sort of gulps, and then Uncle Uncle Vernon, you know, is sort of well. I've got news for you, boy. Uh, you know, if you try to do magic ever again, they'll expel you. Uh, mm -hmm. So he basically ends up taking him up, throwing him up. Uh, he gets locked in his room around the clock. Other they let him out in the, to use the bat in the bathroom in the morning and the e evening, and like that's it. And the little bit of food they give him, it's basically. Right. He's basically locked up. Yeah, he's done for. And it, yeah, he says you kind of slipped up there and not tell or he they they now know he's not allowed to use magic. I mean, they he didn't tell him that, right? I mean, he definitely kept that uh, bit of information to himself. So now Vernon's like, you can't do it. You know, the the whole time here he was thinking that he was allowed to use it, and that Vernon was just saying, no, you're not allowed to do it in this house. But but that he could actually disobey Vernon and still use it. Now it's like no. Actually, the ministry says you can't use it either. So, right. It's like now keep remember that. Remember that the ministry just found out that they're using magic, right? Right. Here we go. Uh, it was actually Dobby, but here we go. So, Harry's back up there, whatever. And then here we go, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the next thing you know, Harry opens his eyes. Moonlight was shining through the bars on his window, and someone was, uh, you know, goggling through the bars at him. A freckled face, red haired, long nosed someone. Ron Weasley is outside the window. Yep. Yep. And into chapter three, the burrow, which I mean, yeah, you got to look at like how magic is used because we have a flying car now. Mm -hmm. Right. I'll let you read the, the, the summary here, but I mean, we've got yeah. a freaking flying car. Yeah. Ron, Fred and George Weasley break Harry out of his room with the car and whisk him away to the burrow. Harry helps denome the garden after Mrs. Weasley speaks her mind. So here we go. Um, Ron breathed Harry creeping to the window and pushing it up so they could talk to the bars. Uh, you know, Ron, how did you Harry's mouth fa falls open as the full impact of what he was seeing hit. Ron was leaning out the back window of an old turquoise car, which was parked in midair. Um, you know, George and Fred are there too. You know, they'd ask why you haven't been right. Um, answering the letters, mm -hmm. yep. you know, then they realize, oh, well, that because they didn't get any letters because you know, Dobby had them all right. Um, so you know, they end up tying the car, you know, rope to the bar so they can pull these bars off the window. I mean, doing some property damage now, yeah, I know, I know. Like, did anybody go back and repair this for the Dursleys? You know, I'm, I'm always isn't I'm always there wondering. isn't there some isn't there like a magical cleanup crew that it is supposed to I feel like, take care of these things? I feel like Molly might have uh you know later on said, Arthur, go, you know, make sure everything's good. Right How there. does the Ministry of Magic not not come in here and see that this you know magic was used here? Yeah, I mean crazy thing because Molly says later she's like literally you did risk your father's job. So right. he must have put some really good uh like a good 
enchantment on this on this uh, car because it's not or he necessary. or he got into work early and took care of it. Yeah, maybe he, did, he went in there and you know, bibbity boppity boo, and he. But and he, Harry, but Harry's, but Harry's summon is instant, and he didn't even do it. I know, I know. Yeah, so really, I guess then you're asking the question: Was Arthur Weasley in on this from the get go? And he was at the ministry that night covering up for his sons who were taking the car out. No, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't register, though, necessarily, because they're all underage and it's actually the car that is. But it was and it was Arthur's magic, you know? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't okay. get in trouble for it. But yeah, so the car pulls up here, though, and it's just it's wild. It's this wild sort of like the Dursleys are asleep uh uncle vernon you'd think he's a heavier sleeper but he's not right he's not i think it's the snoring and i think it's the i don't know he hears the owl quite a bit he's probably got to get up at night he's one of those guys you know so he's not a light sleeper unfortunately and he is gonna hear yeah he hears hedwig right and all the and here we go that that ruddy owl i've forgotten hedwig right so imagine the scene he sees when he when he opes here you know and he's like petunia he's getting away it's like i why is he he you know he wants to lock him down and keep him in prison? Why would he get it? I know it's almost like good riddance, you know, just like let him go because eh, you don't really care, do you? Do you really care that much? I think it's just more they want to like punish him a bit more and stuff. So because otherwise, just they want to stop him from going back to Hogwarts. Yeah, right, right, right. Ultimately, because I guess you know if they feel like they could take that away from him, yeah um so then hey we're flying this car right mm-hmm. and yep. then he be- he begins to sort of tell them about you know what what the deal was yeah hey there's uh this this elf uh you know all the all these things um and uh then we end up sort of showing up at the the burrow man yeah which is awesome i actually love the burrow it's one of my favorite places uh in in all of the wizarding world Quite frankly, I just love the Weasleys. I don't know why they feel like a cool family. Just so you could go there and, and show up. I feel like there's just knickknack, like like these little knickknacks, like in the house, in the garage, outside. Um, it's like she doesn't stop with just all the stuff that's happening inside their house. It's like there are gnomes out roaming. Mm-hmm. Get the D gnome, the garden, and stuff like that. So, <laughs> yeah, here we, here we go. Uh, Mrs. Weasley was marching across the yard, scattering chickens, and for a short, plump, kind-faced woman. It was remarkable how much she looked like a saber-toothed tiger. Oh God, dude! Yeah, she that's was mad. One of, that's that's one of those Kindle highlights where it's been yeah. highlighted, you know, three or no wait, almost eight thousand times on yeah. Kindle. That 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 segment has been highlighted. It must be just it's so odd to say a saber-toothed tiger, you know, right? A story like this, but still, <laughs> uh, it's cool. Uh, yeah, so she's super pissed um, about, about this. And really, it's the same thing my mom used to get mad about, which mm-hmm. was just leave a note. <laughs> like, yeah, she says that like, like, no, no beds empty. No, note, car gone. Could have crashed out of my mind with worry. Did you care? Never. As long as I've lived, you wait until your father gets home. We never had trouble with like this with Bill, Charlie or Percy. Yeah. Perfect Percy. You could do with taking a leaf out of Percy's book. Yeah. Yeah. The twins are pretty down on, on Percy. It's just all being compared to Bill, Charlie and Percy, the, the three oldest. And yeah, I mean, but, but really though, he's, and actually what's funny, you learn about uh, their, their owl here and just a quick note on Percy. So Errol, uh, they tried to use, and they wanted to use Percy's owl, but uh, he's, sending love letters right now so that's something that's like hinted at here that i think we'll find out later like why he was so busy and why they couldn't use another owl uh and things like that he's just you know he's in love but right uh yeah Yeah. and then they're up she's upset she's making though can you imagine like i love the the imagery here like of she's making breakfast for harry and just like um uh grilling up all those sausages and she says she Mm -hmm. she like plops like 10 sausages on his plate or whatever <laughs> which is funny because mm-hmm. he ate sausages in the first book too um so i mean i'm down by the way for a good old scottish breakfast and and some sausages but she's like pissed this whole time and it's just like not blaming harry uh but then feeding him and being very motherly and stuff so yeah, yeah do you think uh 
Yeah. And you know, this is, I think this is one of the first things where you're like, well, hold on a second. Like they're, they're poor, but how do they get money? How does money work? Right. Mm -hmm. And this is where I think we, you do, we get to get, get to begin, I guess, seeing a little bit more, you know, in the other one, it's like so directly and like, they just explain how everything works, but here it's a little bit cooler to sort of like, just see it all in action. And you get to sort of learn about like the wizarding world a little bit more just through Harry's eyes rather than like Hagrid saying, oh, we're going to go here and this is what you get. And we're going to go here and this is what you get and why it works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of it's indirect. Yeah. You have to kind of infer and figure it out versus it just being told to you. So, yeah, that that is a a cooler way to experience it. Um, Yeah, there is no explanation as to when she pulls out. Lockhart's book and the denoming happens and things things just happen and you just roll with it and you're like okay that's that's just what they do so it's almost like you are Harry coming in here like I don't really know what should or shouldn't be happening you're just experiencing it and that's sort of what we're doing with him which is a way better way to, to tell a story actually mm. so um, yeah it's, it's just so cool because the the world is just sort of you know explained um, you know to us in, the, in their house like you said there's little knickknacks everywhere right Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the clock on the wall opposite him at only one hand, no numbers, uh, you know, written around the edges were things like time to make tea, time to feed the chickens and you're late. You know, there's mm-hmm. books, uh, charm your own cheese, enchantment and baking and one minute feasts. It's magic. You know, it's like all sorts of just uh, cool little little things like that. Yeah. You know, the borough is one place that honestly, if they were to add something to Universal, like that's the thing they should add. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be really cool. Just because you've got you can be outside in the garden. You can be in their little makeshift uh, Quidditch pitch. You could be out in Mr. Weasley's like garage with all sorts of real muggle items that do something funny. And he's got everything charmed out there. That is actually pretty hilarious. Like he writes all the laws for this and is in charge of of like uh, enforcing you know, going and checking on people who have enchanted muggle items. The teapots mentioned in this one, which is hilarious, like this tea set that was enchanted gets in with other muggles and like Arthur's got to go like fix it all. So anyways, it's just kind of funny. You can walk into his garage, as you said, in, 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 in like a park setting or whatever. And everything's seems normal, but it's actually got an enchantment on it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then, you know, Fred and George are sort of being like, Hey, they were starving him. You know, we can't do any of these things. And then suddenly a little redhead figure in a long dress appears in the kitchen and gives a Let's squeal go. and runs out again. Dial- I am. And- Lover. and so and so it begins right? so it begins i love right. her. jenny's awesome right. she is i never some people lie and they're like you could tell like right here that they were gonna get together no you could not no you couldn't because she ends up dating <laughs> other people she, and, well she's also you know. like she's at this point she's also got to be like what like i don't know eight or something i mean she's like yeah well, the thing is, so she is wanting, they say like she wants his autograph or whatever. It's a, it's like he's, um, it's not that he's. How many years, please. how many, how many, how old, how much older is he than her? Yeah. Oh, he's well, just a year because she's going to be oh, okay. at, at Hogwarts. She year. goes, right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. But so I think though, it's more, it's less. So, like there, so the age like, isn't as, isn't, isn't as different as I thought. Yeah, you're right. Right. It's, it's more like it's, he's Harry Potter. You know what I mean? So I think we're led. You could almost believe it's just the, it's sort of like Colin, like uh, Colin Creevy later. It's just mm-hmm. uh, hi, Harry, you know, wanting to always get like a photo and stuff. Can I get a photo? It's it, she's meant to kind of be silly like that. Like, so you can miss it. It's meant to be missed, you know? Uh, so that way later on, you're like, OK, actually, when you look back, OK, on, on like a reread. There it is. You start to see those little those little hints where we're, we're thinking it's just because he's famous. But no, she actually really likes him, you know, so because right. even even earlier in the first book, she wanted to go on the on the train and, you know, oh, mommy, can I go see him or whatever? I mean, and when Fred and George come off the train and they're sort of like uh, Harry Potter's on the train, we just met him. So, uh, right. but it's more the fame bit that makes him interesting. And then you find out he's friends with your brother and they, but she's been talking about him all summer long. And um, yeah, I, I, I did not pick up on it. I'll be honest. I no, it it it's I thought Hermione for a while. Not gonna lie. I thought Hermione and then even when Cho shows up, I'm like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Like now we're gonna go to another house and date outside of our our outside of Gryffindor and learn about that. I thought for sure that's where we were going. 
you know? Right. Right. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, continuing on here. Yeah. You're just getting a little bit more, you know, Gilroy Lockhart's guide to household pests. <laughs> right. And so you end up just sort of introducing you to that name, right? Oh, he's yeah. marvelous. You know, he knows his household pets. All right. Mom fancies him, you know, don't be ridiculous. Uh, you know, so just sort of like, introducing you to that name because it's it's gonna uh you know it's it's gonna come back up later mm -hmm. now here's where here's where it gets uh you know uh pretty pretty cool right is when mr is when mr weasley shows up and you're thinking yeah. the kids are all gonna get in trouble right 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 no not you know not at all like you know he's always like really Really? <laughs> like, like, like fascinating you know like tell me about it and then you realize like okay this is where the kids you know right right get it yeah i mean really yeah so he first is the harry potter thing right you know harry who right and the harry potter good lord right is it <laughs> is it harry potter uh very pleased to meet you ron so so much etc your sons flew that car to harry's house and back last night she shouted mrs weasley shouted uh, what have you got to say about that? Right. Instead of just instead of just saying, I don't know, like filling in the blank for him. It's almost like she's testing him, too. What do you got to say about that? And uh, that was at first he was like, did you really? Right. Uh, right. Did it, yeah. did, he's a, even said the follow up question is, did it go all right? I mean, I mean, he faltered. Right. That, <laughs> that was very wrong, boys. So ridiculous. Right. So, uh, yeah, they probably had a they probably had an attack. Uh, well, and actually, it's at that point. Ron's like, okay, now Mrs. Weasley's gonna like let off some steam on him. Come check out my room, and off mm -hmm. they go up to his room, which is cool, right? And then, uh, you know, some other things here too, like your Quidditch team. They talk about that, and it's like, oh, you know, okay, there's there's Quidditch isn't just Hogwarts and stuff. It's like a, you know, yeah, different countries have it and everything too. And there's professional teams, uh, and sort of you know just showing that the adventures. You know, he's got comics, right? The Adventure of Martin Miggs, the Mad Muggle. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to read that actually. <laughs> right. Uh, Which is pretty funny because it's like, you know, there are they're, they're reading about like super muggles, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like we think about, oh, like, like a mad wizard to them. Would right. be something we would read, you know. Right. Exactly. Because it's like, oh, you know, it's the opposite. But I guess I wonder how much they do. They have they've created these like muggles that are superheroes they look at. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I I always do remember though the Chudley Cannons. For some reason, it always stood out that Ron was a big fan of the Chudley Cannons. Yeah, I mean, what do we have to do to get an Adventures of Martin Miggs? Ah, uh, thing? Yeah, it's like Movie? a whole little mini series, like an anime. HBO, HBO Max. Yeah, I wonder how if if that came out though, like tomorrow, the Adventures of Martin Miggs, the Mad. If they just left off the Mad Muggle, how many people would know what that you know? just get into it and it's hold on do you think do you think somebody did something with it i'd be hilarious let's investigate if somebody filmed a series like a seven-part series and they were hold, hold on i'm sure i'm sure it's been expanded upon like so much um let's see hold on a second now where does it say this uh oh Oh, it is expanded upon. I knew it. In the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone video game. Oh, God. Uh, you see three sickles each for sale. One Adventures issues one through six. It's on the Gryffindor notice board during the 1991 and 1992 season. I think it's in like the game or whatever. Mm. Um, interesting. I'm just wondering if there's anything else. In the 1980s, uh, Phileas Fluick had an issue of this comic during among a stack of books. Uh, you know, this is like from some of the stuff is from games and like other, uh, you know, other other things as well. Right, right. But I'm just surprised nobody actually ever like if nobody ever turned this into anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's an image. What is this image? Oh, really? From the from, from the. Video oh, yes, there's there's an image from something. What what it, where does this image come? Is it something just a fan drew or something? Mm. Hold on. Let me uh I'm gonna share share my uh yeah thing here. Uh window right here. Wow, it's like a comic book. I don't I don't know, I don't know exactly where this is from. Yeah, exactly. It's like 
So there's a comic, there's a few comic panels here. Here is the Monsieur something, your new French teacher. Bonjour, children. He's like, I don't know. It's like something's going on. It's like hard to see exactly what the comic even is. Is he teaching French? It's hard. You can't really read it. Um, he does. He does something. It's like says cock a doodle. Then he ends up kicking somebody. And then it says like the end. You know, it's like I was like, okay, so what exactly is this comic even about? Right, right. More adventures inside. Yeah, right. Somebody had to actually think that up though, and they had to design that. Right. You know what I mean for the video game. Someone had to draw that. So right. That's kind of wild. Oh, here we go. Okay, I can zoom in now. Perfect. Um, let's see here. Martin Miggs, you will repeat 200 times the French something or other item. I don't know. So maybe Martin's one of the students or something. Not that weird yeah. teacher. Not the, I don't think Martin or is maybe a weird is. teacher. I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking at it here. <laughs> and then somebody throws like a spitball at him or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe no. Martin must be this. Martin must be the student. I think Martin is the student. He's probably just a student who goes crazy. You know, it's just. Oh no! Here's okay. Here it is. I get it. So the teacher's teaching. Somebody yells "cockadoodle do," and the teacher kicks him because he thinks it's Martin. But oh. then in the second one, somebody throws like a spitball at the teacher. And it says, who did that? And then everyone points to Martin. Martin <laughs> so yeah, okay, like, okay. okay, there we go. Now I've got it. I'm just surprised. You know, it's all these tiny little things. I mean, yeah. did anybody ever think we'd get three Fantastic Beasts movies? No. No. So, yeah. I guess as they expand, the, as you look for more projects to, to sort of blow up and pitch, you got to throw in Martin now. Martin I mean, Miggs. God. Or, can you imagine? Or, can you ima can you imagine Ron just sitting there reading there? I mean, oh, you know, he's probably like giggling. <laughs> oh, I'm probably yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I mean, the only other series I can think that would be bad, more exciting than that would be uh, Dobby the House Elf, a Harry Potter story. You know what I mean? Right. Just go back to Draco, kicking the him real the 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 des the real house elves oh the real know? house <laughs> elves, <laughs> house elves. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah there we go desperate Ooh. house elves you know, yeah just... oh seriously <laughs> they are desperate for freedom uh, this is so ridiculous. So we, should, we should that's what we need to do we need to make youtube shorts that are like spoof like Reed. harry potter spinoffs yeah. like yeah the real the real house elves. well you, you know when star wars was doing all those different things like they're like oh it's it's you know they somebody did like aunt baru a star wars story i mean right. like take the most ridiculous idea uh just make a poster for it people are like this actually this is actually a good idea mm -hmm. um, okay well here we go um He's uh scabbers, right? He's in here running around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're seeing more of Ron's room here. Ron's magic wand was lying on top of a fish tank full of frog spawn on the windowsill next to a fat gray rat scabbers who's snoozing like who's snoozing in a patch of sun. Mm. Uh Harry steps over a pack of self-shuffling playing cards. You know, Ron's room's a mess. If you look far below, you can see a gang of gnomes sneaking one by one back through the Weasley's heads and he turns and looks at Ron who's watching him you know he says um, you know it's a bit small said Ron you know nothing like right. that room you had with the muggles but uh, and then Harry says this is the best house he's ever been in yep yep it's awesome I mean that's it. Ron's thing he's always nervous he's always worried like eh, it's not much you know he's got the corned beef sandwich in the beginning or whatever mom's busy that kind of stuff but no this I is could go for a corned beef sandwich I'm just honest to, to God it. Honest to When's God, the I, last time you had corned beef? It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. We make it like, I don't know, once every like three, probably about once every like three to five months. It's like yeah. every once in a while, every once in a while we kind of do it. Yeah, I feel like, it, yeah, I don't know. You get some cheese get on some it. Corned beef, mustard. I got to do mustard with mine. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise it's kind of a weird taste. You need something else on it. 
But right. yeah, I haven't had corned beef and I can't even tell you. I literally and I like beef, but just not mm-hmm. corned as much. <laughs> so, well, corned beef is. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's funny. But um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, this again, the borough is one of my favorite places and just having having you know seeing ron's uh like the ghoul is upstairs all these little mentions are things that like i think as she's researching the next book it's like okay what can i like scabbers is mentioned all the time are we going to do anything with that trevor the toad it's like you, you know how like germ are one of our favorite authors yeah well he'll leave himself a back door like some other avenue that he can expand upon later even in a small kids book like this you're writing this you definitely have the the end down you know where you're going she's more of that arca uh that architect but you still leave yourself these magical elements and pieces that you could come back to later so that's brilliant it's really um really well done and it's just really cool to finally see the borough be there and and chat with mr weasley so because we don't we don't i mean this is when he's introduced and then coming up next we're gonna have uh probably one of my favorite characters of all time lockhart Gilderoy. Oh, I did that. I love I love Lockhart. Yeah, literally. Yes. Yeah. So as I were, uh, we're going to do extended edition in which we I'm look up more about uh, Mad Muggle. And what yeah. was the what was the what was the thing you wanted to bring? Well, I think a couple things here. We're going to do um, uh, Mafalda Hopkirk a little bit, as well as some of the Society for the Promotion of Elvish Welfare, which uh, okay. flash forward a little bit. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, thanks for that, guys. Be sure to send us an owl, by the way, if you want us to talk about like a deeper theory or something like that. And we can turn that also into like a separate YouTube video, whatever. Um, any of that stuff, we definitely appreciate it. Because even though we're doing a reread here, we can definitely dive into some stuff later. You know, theories. I love talking any of the Harry Potter theories. Yeah. Or uh, what more thoughts on Fantastic Beasts and where do we go? Right. Right. Uh, right. They're sort of in a restructure over there. Floundering so. right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah yeah so anyway guys with that uh we want to thank you for using the flu which we will be using uh next time as we dive into chamber of secrets part two chapters four through six absolutely if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us right there review leave a comment or send us an now at elder pod at gmail.com we will see you soon and remember to have your wands at the ready credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.